Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to Star Wars The Twilight Nights. I am John, your game master for the evening, and, uh, uh, uh well, the doer of things that we'll soon discover. Um, also joining me is William. Uh, going first for one, that's new. <clears throat> Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Corserat, the Sith pureblood Makashi duelist. I'm just going backwards. And <laughs> Holly? I was going to say, salty much? <laughs> I, I was going to say, in that case, I'm Holly. Um, uh, Avazia, Geo Berserker, pureblood Sith. Oh, yeah, roll, uh, roll Destiny, both of you. Oh, right. Duh. <laughs> threw everyone off. Ah! Dark. We are going backwards this week. This is why for the Saturday game, I just do it completely random every time. So nobody knows at any point. No one can get comfortable. It's my aesthetic. Yeah, but I have a image that I move along with the introductions. So everyone sees your character Fair. at the same time that you're doing your introductions. And it's in a set pattern that I can't rearrange. I don't But you, but you can that. run backwards. I can go backwards and forwards with it, but I can't go like... I can't I just hop jump. around it. Yeah. Can't go random. And in the same spot, because there's five of you, Jeremy. Uh, hi, I am Jeremy. I am playing SD, uh, Zeltron, uh, uh, something or other. Um, yep, that's, how, that's what kind of a day this is going to be. And Mara? Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Nariz, Droid. <laughs> Counselor, uh, medic, and Nimmin disciple, and to light side, and Jack. Hey, everybody! I'm Jack. I'm playing Plunky Keck, the Jawa uh, Seer Counselor and Mystic Sage. I think I transposed those anyway. Um, and I'm gonna roll some Plink Destiny too. One dark side. It's a 4 2 split. It's because you rolled Destiny 2, is where they start getting access to the dark powers as opposed to uh -huh, Destiny uh -huh, 1, uh -huh. where they only had light. When last we left off, as darkness threatens to engulf all but two tiny specks of light on your Destiny tree, the remaining Twilight Knights had managed to escape from Narshtar. After having some tense conversations, plotted a course for Terrace, uh, hoping to find uh, clues to a Jedi medical practitioner who might be able to assist them 
uh, and also hoping that they may potentially find clues to uh, one of the surviving members of the Twilight Order. On the way there, conversations and drama abound. Uh, Nereus, you would have had another another uh, another two chances to heal critical injuries on Abasio. So okay, go ahead and work your way down the list. Okay, Abasio, what you got? What's your next hardest oh. one? Um, let's see. I've got okay. My character sheet is giving me a difficult time. Hold on. Well, it's not letting me read the bottom one all the way. Um, okay. So we'll go with the one above that. All right. uh, which is... your, bottom, your bottom one is hamstring, which is difficulty two. You have two different instances of hamstring. Okay. Okay. Let's well, get rid I... of one of them. Both okay. your legs are fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I can't press... Okay, I can't press anything on it because my... Ah! My character sheet's giving me a really hard Close time Close the window. And, okay. Hold Refresh on. roll 20. Refreshing. See, I did this earlier and it didn't work. Hey, it worked this time. Okay. Hey. Okay. Because I told you to do it. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how IT works. The yeah. IT person tells you to do the thing that you swore you did already. And for some reason, when they tell you to do it, it works. Yep. And I'm using the force on this because the rules don't say I can't. So here we go. Madison. Oh. Uh, I'll Inflict take some. Inflict that strain. Yeah, I will. Oh, you're going to actually inflict strain on Avalcia? No, 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 no! Not inflict strain, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip those dark side. Those Let's don't become do successes. Yep. For flow, for flow, they do, I believe. They do. Hey, hang on, I, I thought flow is one of the ones that does different is things. Flow, one of those use. ones. Let's find yeah. out. Let's. We look at this. I love how every week it's every okay, week. but let's I look up flow know. again to figure out how that works again. It's a really co- overly complicated. Ability, it's a weird. Right? It's a weird ability. Yeah, no, you're it absolutely is. right. I'm just, just put it with the handouts. Happening. Just put because that one's in decide. Is that one in decide? Yeah, when making a combined yes. flow power check, may spend either side of force points to add successes to any checks using the same skill until end of turn. Okay. <clears throat> I can heal people with the dark side. All right, that's it. You can you can uh, flip a dark side. You can flip a light side to take two strain and. Uh, Let's do it. And those new successes. Okay. Which I, I don't comprehend the point of that last control upgrade. Which one? The one at the bottom left, because there's no limit on the number of times you can use a force power in a turn. And it seems like you can just use flow on any skill check you make, so why the commit thing to gain it on all skill checks? Because I don't believe you can use it on any um, skill check you make. Because otherwise you have to pick a specific <laughs> skill that applies to like, it has to keep applying to the same skill during that one encounter. So, like, I could only... Oh, okay. Versus being able to do it on medicine, piloting, all sorts of things. It's great. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, until, until the end of the next turn. Okay, so, yeah. So, it, it persists for a turn on one skill, which is why you commit to get all skills. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 
Because basically, anyway. it's a it's an action of return to. Yeah, I get another one. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Second, Azazia. So did that one heal? Yes. Yeah. Both of them okay. healed. You're healed. Ah, uh, thank you. You, are, you no longer are hamstrung. Do you still have critical wounds? <laughs> I yeah, still have three. Your hams are off the strings. What's, okay. That's there is a slight. There is a slightly dazed the difficulty two, and then discouraging wound and off balance are both difficulty one. Uh, it's it's not so bad though. I don't have six anymore, so that's not good. Still, <laughs> anyone else have critical wounds? I don't believe so. Nope. Avazi is the one who's been hoarding them. Okay. Gotta I catch them all. Do you have critical wounds? <laughs> Gotta catch so... them all. Death. Can any of you <laughs> do, is it a medicine check to, because critical injuries on droids is not, it's like the mechanics are covered with mechanics. Critical injuries are also a mechanics check on droids. Okay. Can anyone do mechanics or am I going to have to work on myself here? Uh, I can do myself. mechanics. Do I trust you, though? Can you, or know. does Plunk think he can do mechanics? Plunk has a rank in mechanics. And rank in mechanics. Yep. It's one more rank than I have. There is he, someone... He has a whole yellow and a whole green die that he can roll. Oh, God. There is someone on the ship that can do... The, the idiot? Okay. I heal my other wounds, yes. A, he's not an idiot. He's just dumb. <laughs> and B, yes, Ronan. <laughs> Those I've two got... terms are not mutually exclusive. I've got three critical wounds here. <laughs> so, two of them are difficulty two. Let's start with those. Sure oh, you would gonna... be nice if Rerun who, was here. Who, who, are you, who are you asking to do the mechanics checks? Uh... Goodness. Um, Ronan, probably. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Plunk, I don't... No, it's fine. Mm. So you come to Ronan. Don't, you don't you. want a little Jawa climbing up in your grill? Gee, that I... seems very unreasonable of you, he said yeah. sarcastically. Come to Ronan. <laughs> One of the days on your way out. Yeah. He is, at the moment, uh, hanging upside down from one of the... One of these pipes doing like inverted sit-ups all right like hanging crunches kind of thing hello i need your assistance i am injured oh yeah what do you need uh this i hold up like my elbow joint that's like been buckled in a little bit i'm compromised looks down tilts the head tilts the helmeted head as he's can you fix it. this yeah, probably. And he holds a hand out and uh, just like a spanner comes into his hand as he sort of gracefully, you know, flips off of the off of the ceiling pipe he was hanging off of and lands next to you. Sure. Um, what's the difficulty on it? Two. Do, 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 do. Hold still. Oh, at what point does Avazia escape the uh, one critical wound check per day condition of over damaged? How many, how many critical wounds do you have now? Have three. Three? 
you you are now no longer you can now work on more than one a day. Yay! <clears throat> You've gone down below half of the six, or two half of the six. <clears throat> that difficulty uh sorry what was the difficulty of your two 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 who's die build mechaniques oh hang on it didn't, it didn't roll the thing hang on why didn't it roll the thing I don't know why I didn't roll the thing. Oh, right, because I have to do it up here. That's why. There That's we go. Better. All right. Yeah, he, he 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 sort of looks down at it, grabs the spanner, grabs your arm, puts the spanner on the joint, begins sort of like loosening the bolt a little bit. And as he loosens the bolt, he twists, and if it was a human arm, it would have gone, but it's not. It's a droid arm, so it just clink into place, and then he tightens the bolt back up. And Ow. You, you, you can the arm now moves more freely. Oh, good. Alright, there's that one. What was, uh, any others? Uh, how many can he work on? He can. No, you're not. You weren't as heavily injured as Vasi. He nah. can work on as many of them as you have. Okay. Um. Second one's also difficulty two, and then I have one more. What's the second and third one? Uh, second one's difficulty two. Third one's uh. No. What are difficulty they? Difficulty one. Oh, uh, scattered senses. My brain's gotten jostled. And, and then what's one? the third one? Uh, slowed down. Okay. Servos are overworked. Yep. Oh, good. Need an oil. Need need some oiling. Okay. So yeah. Yay. So he, you know, he goes through, helps fix some of the. Uh, he actually fixes your sensor array, which has been sort of like battered back and forth, and has made a lot of your your ability to interpret information more difficult than anything else. Um. So he like pops open the side of your head. And uh, reseats a few of your sensors, straightens out some of the antennas, puts that back on, does the same thing on the other side, reseats uh, a new glass visor into the helmet to help you with your visual acuity, um, because that one was cracked and heavily damaged, and then yeah, goes through and just sort of like um, lubes up all the joints in all of your in all of your limbs so that they they stop catching on themselves and. He takes a little file, like a little metal file, and sort of sands down some of the bits of the some of the more roughed edges that were catching. It takes him a few that... hours to do all of this, but he's very like he doesn't. You notice that he doesn't really. He's not a measure twice, cut once person. Um, which you definitely notice as he just identifies and fixes the problem. He doesn't like stop and plan or analyze it's like oh here's the problem and he's right every time so this disturbs me but okay yeah you get your critical injuries repaired that's back 
Myers' handiwork, tosses the spanner up, and as it sort of spins like it's going to come back down and he's going to catch it, it just stays spinning in the air above it. Ah, show off. Thank right. you. No, no worries. If you need any more help, just let me know. I'm used to repairing lots of things, he says, indicating the, the sort of battered and beaten he's wearing. Fair. Did you do that yourself? No, it was done to me. I, do, do you know very people that run around hitting themselves in their armor? I meant repairing it for oh, yourself. Oh, yeah, 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 that I did. That I definitely did. Again, not smart. <laughs> the only reason he has three dice in that uh, in that uh, role is because he has in that skill is because he has three ranks in the skill. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So you're repaired. Bossy has had some wounds done. Does anyone else have critical wounds you need to tend to before we return to the scene in Media Res where we had left off? Nope, <clears throat> not I. All right, so, fast forward. The planet of Terrace, a emerald jewel in the outer rim, lies before you as the ship settles into an approaching vector. And as it, as it approaches, unaware of what you're feeling, the, uh, the Black Pyramid, uh, Jin, continues to pilot as all the Force users on board just feel this insatiable hunger coming from the planet from a trillion trillion people a trillion trillion sentient life forms on this planet all of which are hungry Anyone other than SD react? Apparently not. <laughs> I have food in my mouth, damn it. You hear uh, a, a heavy clank from one of the ventilation ducts. Yeah. Plunk has apparently slammed into something. Stand up Stick suddenly. first. And will go over to see if Plunk is okay. You go over to the ventilation shaft and look up. Are you all right? Okay. And then the little duct flaps out and his head comes down. Just kind of looking around. And you you notice the glowy eyes have sunk in and tightened a little bit. They're a lot smaller than normal. Like he's, yeah, his... Jawas are Star Wars black mages. Send tweet. Anyways. Uh, <coughs> so yes, you all feel this insatiable desire to devour emanating through your minds and brains. It's the feeling of a thousand teeth gnawing on a bone trying desperately to find the last bit of meat attached but failing. The pangs in your stomach that tell you you need to eat and haven't eaten in days. Your mouths go dry. Your teeth seem unusually sharp 
in your mouth. Especially, which is especially weird for Neri, who doesn't have teeth or yeah, a mouth. I haven't felt hungry in a while. This no, you strange. haven't, and it's invading now. Plunk just grabs something out of his robes and crams it in his mouth. <laughs> Korthrath looks at the planet through. I'm assuming it's visible on a viewport. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope that's edible, because if it gets stuck in there... Not... Are you talking to Plunk? Yes. Oh. He just sort of nods at you. You can okay. still hear chewing sounds. That must be the Rakgul Plague. Certainly seems worse than I thought. What have we heard of the Rakgul Plague up to this point? It is some sort of mysterious viral plague that transforms the denizens that are affected by it into unthinking murderous monsters. Zombies? Do zombies exist as a cultural phenomenon in Star Wars? You have all seen zombies. Well, okay. most of you oh, have seen true. most of you have seen zombies. That's true. Yeah. Force, force zombies are a thing. They're not necessarily widely culturally known, but anyone who's dealt with Sith probably knows a little bit about Force Zombies. Not right. Sith so much as Night Sisters, but yeah. No. Force Zombies are very specific yeah, but, Night Sisters. But, but, but I don't think the Walking Dathomir is definitely like a, a widely spread hollow vid or anything. No, no. Right. It's, not, it's not a common terminology. You all have experience. Well, most of you have experience. No, the death the death of myriads the ones who make force zombies. They also just tend to pop up around like powerful dark side places. Well, but I yes. don't think we're going to be able to. Mm. This is going to make travel difficult for you all. It's going to make a lot. This is going to be. Presumably, if the Republic has an a recovery effort here, they have a secured base or landing zone. Can we find an area that does not? I don't know if there's any like situation <clears throat> in in the feeling. Maybe like, what if we need to find where this feeling isn't? Give me a sense check, but as you do, uh, as you do, the radio sort of clicks to life and there's a static, and you 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 hear a little bit of conversation before it cuts silent. As Jin puts a hand to the side of his helmet, and you can tell he's talking to somebody, but you can't hear it. The helmet is silencing the audio. I'm less concerned about where we land and what it's going to be like for us once we get down there. Ronan sort of chimes in. I mean, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but I imagine once we get closer, it'll be less overwhelming. This is like... This is like seeing a a light and sound show from a large distance. Everything's blending together, but when we get closer, we should be able to piece it out a little bit easier. Hmm. Got one dark, one light. Uh, for your one. sense. Yep. Um, you're, sensing, you're sort of you're sort of getting what you're you're you're. Ronan is saying it weird, but you're getting what he's saying a little bit as you yep. start to sense the the information. 
the planet the planet itself is force is is force is active in the force okay it's amplifying this feeling mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like um what you're here what you're feeling is effectively like static yep. like broadcast okay. static so it's just a constant ambient wave of light and sound it's a targeted um, transmission outward essentially yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, okay once you get close, so and and you sort of as you're sort of sensing it, uh, Neris, you're you're. This is this is the result of a planet being annihilated, basically. Like this is all the all of the deaths and all the destruction and this entire planet being effectively glassed, um, warping the denizens the denizens who survived being warped into these rat ghouls resonated with the planet's force sensitivity and created this effective barrier of screaming. Okay. Once you get through the barrier, it'll be a little bit easier to sense and think. It's not something that any of the non-force users are having to deal with because they're not force users. Right. It's a very it's... much like it's very much like a force sensitive dome. We're flying into a hurricane. Once we make it into the eye, things will be a little calmer. <laughs> Yeah. So, as far as you can tell, like you're not even certain if all of this is current. Like this is this very well could be the the remnant feeling of the, you know, remnant feeling of remnant feeling piling and piling and piling on itself, being caught for centuries. Spiral for centuries. In that case, as we get closer, I'm gonna just um because I have the thing. Might as well use it. I've got, um, <coughs> what's it called? Uh, I know my stuff. It's not here. Which page is it on? Um, calming Aura. Uh, right now, it, it's only affecting me, but at least a little bit, it, it's not a little yeah. bit of a buffer of like dampening down all of the noise. We'll see that'll give you a boost in the role I'm about to have you all make. Uh, okay. So you, as you all feel this approaching uh, gestalt of hunger, um, Jen, continuing to be unbothered by this whole thing, turns over her shoulder and looks, all right, we're going to be landing in a Republic outpost. So best foot forward, everybody. Uh, as the ship comes in, uh, breaking through that barrier, and as it do- as you all feel this wave of centuries-old hunger pass through you, I need all of you to make a discipline check, difficulty three. Nereus, you get a boost die for your calming aura. Okay. Would this be considered a fear check? No. Okay. What did what roll? Uh, discipline difficulty three. Oh, good. Oh no, actually, I'm not bad at that. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! I got a success. Mm. Two successes. <laughs> nice. Nice, Esty. Success. Yep. So none of you failed explicitly. Um. You all take strain equal to the number of threat you rolled. Um, so I, I, so <clears throat> here's the question: <clears throat> mm-hmm. Does the resolve talent 
when involuntarily suffering strain, suffer one less per rank of resolve, qualify for threat strain. Yes. yes. Cool. So I take none. Because that's you're because you're not you're involuntarily taking that. I'm making. Um, Avasia. Yep. As this wave hits you, you clench your teeth, clench your fingers into claws, grind canines against themselves. Then you sort of look over at Corserath, and you want to eat him. You realize that a moment later and sort of force yourself to unclench. Okay. And you don't know where that came from explicitly. But that was definitely a feeling you just had. Okay. Would noticing that be a vigilance or perception? It would be a vigilance check, yeah. Difficulty... Two. Two advantages. Nope. Didn't notice anything. Okay. Nope. Curious. Nope. Definitely. <laughs> Hell no. Corsarath's <laughs> looking at the planet. I'm not looking at Bastia, so I won't make that roll. <laughs> You're all distracted. <laughs> and no one seems to have noticed Bastia, but yeah, you definitely, like, that was a thing that entered your brain. But as you pass through that wave, you all sort of strain against that feeling and you know, impressing itself upon you. On the other side, it is significantly less loud as far as the, the feeling is less like the planet is screaming at you now and more like it's just sort of an, there's a sort of an ambient hunger in the background. You all still have that slight feeling of that you could eat something. Um, theories, which is especially weird for you at the moment. <coughs> But other than that, that is the... You're past that barrier. I'm going to clamp down my force again at this point because there are Jedi, <laughs> Jedi somewhere out there. In concealing yourself. Yep. Ronan is the first to speak up after the barrier is passed. Anyone else eat like a burger or something? Yeah, steak, fruit, pomegranate. Uh, yeah, I could definitely use something to eat. You don't have You're a mouth. droid, Nuris? Nope. I do not. Plunk walks over to Ronan and offers him a candy out of the robe as well. <laughs> Looks down, takes the candy, inspects it. It disappears underneath it. Good man. <coughs> and then Ronan, again, looking at Neri's, so you have no stomach, but you must eat. I don't have to eat. I just feel like eating right now. I think we all do. Yep. That's a weird feeling. Anyways. Yep. There are weirder feelings. Telling me. Again, yep. As much as it would be 
as much as as much as may we may wish to enjoy a feast upon landing, I think it's probably best to focus on what we're here for. And not eat people? Yes, that's probably a good idea. I, I whoa, eat had people. No... I just wanted to eat a burger, dude. This has escalated. <laughs> what was that, SG? I mean, <laughs> maybe that's just me. <laughs> Did you get an urge to eat people too? Hang on. Has anybody <laughs> not? <laughs> yes. Hold up. Do we need to like distribute emergency rations? No. Hang on. Wait. I'm stuck on the two part. Hang on. <laughs> I had a sudden urge to eat Coursera. Is that a sex thing? (laughs) No. Not like that. It went away. Good to know. I'll be honest. I combined really, really hungry with the fact that there are what there are down there and I made an assumption. <clears throat> I thought you felt it too. Okay. I mean, not specifically like, oh, you know what would be good right now, but I'm also, you might notice, staying away from people at the moment. I have yet so, to eat him. She will motion towards Scorpio. I'm not saying you are, you're going to. I just thought I'd put that out there so, you know, when we get down and this particular rebel base's social customs involve hugging or something like that, we don't suddenly get surprised by particular urges. And they're on this planet. They probably have a better idea of what's going on here. They've also got Jedi on planet somewhere who are probably familiar with the sensation. Mm-hmm. This is sounding more and more like a sex thing. Not. Ronan. Is that Plunk I, saying that? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, he's he's. This is in character. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. Um, uh, uh, Cillian uh, chimes in. Actually, um, they probably don't because I didn't feel that. But like, we're used to. Suppressing that kind of shit, so that's uh, healthy. So y'all probably Sith, feel partic- like... Sith particulars. <laughs> yeah, y'all and, probably y'all probably felt independence. that more. Yeah, yeah, I probably felt that more because you weren't trained to press. That Jedi seems... might not even notice. I I agree with Esty. That seems unpleasant. Okay, I didn't say yeah. unpleasant. I said that's healthy. Why don't we put some of the the people who are not feeling the effects of this and or do not have mouths in between the people who have mouths and might dive at each other? Okay, I have a question. Does anybody not feel particularly hungry at this at this moment? Jin and Cassilian raise their hand. Yep. There you go. So does Plunk. Mm. You have been, you ate a random thing out of your pocket. At time. Yes, and that's you, what he needed. Plunk, you still feel hungry. 
he's he, he doesn't yeah, did i stutter though yeah, yeah no yeah, I, yeah. I absolutely believe you right mm-hmm. <laughs> but <clears throat> how about queries of random cannibalism aside we get down there and begin pursuing our mission i'm already going to be wearing a goddamn helmet because he gestures to his face Yeah, so we're going to be looking for a Jedi. We're going to be... Well, y'all are going to be looking for a Jedi. I'm going to be looking for a boat out of here so I can get to Coruscant to get some intel. Um, and trying not to succumb to whatever it is you're feeling. I mean, now that I think about it, cannibalism can have a sexual element to it. Please stop. <laughs> Am I wrong, though? You're not, but please stop. You get the sense that Ronan is both curious and not at the same time, and it's conflicting inside of him. (laughs) Those questions you are thinking to ask, do not ask them. (laughs) But there are so many. I am quite familiar with the kinks that various Sith have enjoyed over time. Please stop. Are we there yet? Monk just chimes in. I had a cousin named Kink. (laughs) The ship just crashes into a mountain and you all die. (laughs) Also, let's not let's not let's not give ownership of that to the Sith. Oh no. I've lived in some fucked up places. Oh, absolutely not. However, the Sith are the ones that just kind of as a rule, will be the ones who don't question it. I've known some people whose habits would make <clears throat> Sith blush. As Corsarath is putting the rest of his helmet on to cover his face. Ship lands. I, ha- I have. I have also known huts. Yes. Some of them were humans. Thank you very much. The ship lands. You're inside uh, what is very clearly a makeshift starport that was repurposed from the remains of a uh, uh, that was repurposed from the remains of an old tower that fell. Uh, they've seemed to have cut away a lot of the debris uh, to make it and left what was still sturdy behind and repurposed that into a starport. So there's bits of new construction melded in with the old. The area around it has been largely cleared of debris and uh, and plant life so as to give a fairly large zone of control around the Republic base so that anything that tries to rapidly approach to eat things will be spotted and shot before it gets too close. Um, You can see a number of Republic watchtowers sort of lining the base, uh, circling around uh, outward from this starport um, as you approach. And then on landing, you're sort of enclosed on the inside much more well put together. They've definitely focused on making it workable before making it look good. Um, as the doors close above you, you see a squad of individuals approaching the ship. 
Um, you can tell that from the very fancy dress of one of them, shoulder included, this uh, dark-skinned humanoid with sort of lightly curly brown hair uh, is definitely some sort of Republic dignitary. Based on his outfit, you're most well. Not, well, most of you don't have too terribly much experience with the Republic as a governing body. Uh, the the outfit just sort of screams important person before you get to his entourage of uh, of of Republic troopers that are following. Um, and this this individual sort of you know stops a good twenty feet away from the where the exit ramp would hit the ground. And Jin stands up, puts the helmet, you know, makes sure his helmet is secured, um, adjusts the uh, voice modulator in it, reaches over, grabs his sniper rifle and slings it over his back, and motions to Ronan. To the rest of you, he talks, and as he talks again, his voice is now modulating to that same same kind of voice you've heard when you first heard him, uh, where it's this sort of uh, shifting tone between masculine and feminine between a masculine and feminine tone, um, intentionally androgynous with a sort of an automated reverberation to it that is very distinct from his own fairly deep voice. Wait on the ship until I make introductions. Once those introductions are made, I will make sure to indicate this Republic diplomat that you are all my associates. You'll have free reign of the base once we've confirmed that. But until then, stay inside for a little bit. Dope. He and Ronan head over to the uh, exit ramp, which lowers, and they walk out to meet this entourage. Plunk, like, sort of follows behind them until they get to the ramp. He just wants to get a look out the open door while still staying inside the ship. Mm. Yeah, sure. Of course, Wrath will stand basically over Plunk's shoulder, just making sure that the... Also wanting to see what's going on, but also making sure the Jawa doesn't wander too far. The Scooby-Doo lane, where it's like Plunk, and then Corserath. Now I'm just waiting to see who comes in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if if any of the Republic troopers or the Dignitary make eye contact with Plunk, he just waves his whole arm. They don't, interestingly. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you can't quite make out what's being discussed. It's being discussed in fairly quiet tones, and it is a bit of a distance away. But it doesn't seem to be particularly openly hostile. Um, from the body language, you can tell that. I mean, Jin is never really not on guard, um, but you can tell that he's not particularly expecting to be attacked. Um, Ronan is as relaxed as ever, and the dignitary is also fairly relaxed. The the troopers are on edge, but they're troopers. They're always going to be on edge. It's their job to be on edge. It's 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 their job to be on edge because of the Empire. <laughs> Trying real hard not to react to that. <laughs> <laughs> Fail, but I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the valiant attempt that I got it was right. Um, but the uh, after a few moments of conversation, the uh, dark-skinned individual waves to the guards, who sort of back off a few steps, and then gestures towards Jin, who nods, shrugs, and turns and walks back. 
As he turns and walks back, Ronan and the dignitary follow. Can we tell the uh, race of this uh, dignitary as they are approaching? Seem to be human. Okay. Uh, you're not certain exactly what sort of planetary orientation, mm-hmm. um, but human. Um, as they get up into the ship, and you are all you are all now very much within close invisible range to this individual. You can tell that they are a they're definitely like sort of a mid thirties human, dark brown skin, brown eyes, brown hair, and sort of a um um. A, a a a well-capped but hanging array of curls um wearing blue and gold outfit with a shoulder cape that just hangs off of one arm no visible weapons on them though they they do have a number of rings on their hands um the the outfit itself is more suit than anything else it's it almost looks like a jedi's robes but but distinctly not in more suit suit esque than robe. Um, Jin, to the rest of you, everyone, please make your introductions to the stationed general of this enclave on Terrace. Sorry, the stationed governor of this enclave on Terrace. This is Governor Garm Palian, also Councilmember Garm. Garm smiles, a very winning smile, a rose full of clean, straight, white teeth. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet everybody, and he just holds a hand out towards the the closest one to him, almost instinctively. It's, <laughs> hey, that's me! <laughs> as he will step up, <laughs> just playing on whether it was you or not. But also definitely because it's you. Uh, <laughs> And then gets blocked, gets will, blocked yeah, by Esty. He'll go down to take the Jawa's hand, and then he intercepted <laughs> by Esty. Charmed, pleasure. And to whom do I have the <clears throat> honor of making good my acquaintance? I'm Esty. Plunk. Go through and introduce everybody. Who literally just swore at you for being rude. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I assumed. Right. <laughs> I don't speak Jack version of, of Jawa, but I assumed based on context clues. Yeah. I appreciate you guys being patient with me. <laughs> yeah, go through and introduce everybody. There's the spelling there in chat. Not spelling at all like that. Pelion. Pelion. Like Peloton, but without the T. Um And without the, the, the sudden and surprising collapse. Uh, at least as as of right now. Um, <laughs> we'll fix that. I don't know what's in his future. He might have a heart attack in two seconds. Uh, Listen, he just met us. It'll happen soon. 
he has, he has the introductions. He smiles and nods and, you know, very genuinely, you know, goes around. Well, welcome to the once fair and soon to be fair again, Planet of Taurus. I'm here overseeing the Terrace Reconstruction Project on behalf of the Republic and my fellow council members. Uh, any friend of any sort of gestures towards Jin Codex is a friend of ours. Which handily gives you all the name that he's using at the moment. Um, Codex tells me that you are here searching for an enclave of Jedi that have taken up residence. While we naturally tend to leave our Republic defenders to their own business, I am curious about why exactly. To be honest, we're seeking the medical expertise of one of their members. Well... The vagueness of your answer tells me that it's a sensitive matter, and I won't pry further. I will say, however, though, that it'll take us some time to establish contact with them. They intentionally set themselves apart from the public base so as to not draw attention to themselves and their project. Uh, they won't want to receive visitors where they're at, so we're going to have to make some arrangements if you're interested in meeting with them. And you all... All of you make me a cool check. Difficulty two. Tell how truthful he's being. I mean, if you want. Uh, I would. I got a like failure. To, yes. Okay. I have a thing that helps with that. <clears throat> Difficulty two. Yeah. Yep. Success and like many advantages. Whenever I make this roll. What was that, Jerry? That it's really hard for me not to sing like a jet whenever I make this roll. <laughs> cool uh, boy. Real we usually do cool. a boost for nobody's fool. Um, it upgrades the difficulty of an incoming check, but outgoing, do I get a boost die from that? Or yeah, we'll say get a boost die. Okay. Wash. Well, Vasya Neri's and Plunk, you're not really getting anything uh, other than what, exactly what he's saying. Of course, Wrath and Esty, you're both sort of picking up the in the not very subtle, but definitely more subtle enough for at least three of your companions, um, subtext, which is they are going to vet you. Yep. Like, vetting is, this is a vetting process here. This is a making sure that we are not giving Sith assassins the location of a bunch of Jedi. To be fair, that's not entirely inaccurate. I mean, they are. It's just former, for the yeah. most part. <laughs> so, what that tells you is that there may be things you can offer or tasks you could do to <clears throat> help ingratiate yourselves to them to make this process go faster, but you'll have to figure out those or offer your own services because he's very clearly not offering anything. Just saying... It'll take some time, so please enjoy your stay amongst our uh, well-secured base. Sir, sir. I, I take particular note of the phrase "well-secured" and his emphasis on it. <laughs> you get the sense that it was that it's it's meant to be uh, an indication of you are safe here, 
But there's definitely a not-so-subtle dagger in the sentence of, we are safe from you here. <laughs> Plunk saying? Oh, Plunk saying he, he needs some food. Thank you very much. And to which she responds... <clears throat> Absolutely. I'll be happy to show you to the cantina myself, and you can have your way with whatever you'd like on the food. I look forward to our business here, Orthorath says, very neutrally. Of course. Well, now that introductions are done and you've all met me, please allow me to be your tour guide, and I will take you around the lovely facilities that we have here at the base. He gestures, walks back off the ship, giving you time to amongst, to to mull amongst yourselves before you follow after. I turn, I turn to Jin, and I just say, "How effective is that vetting going to be?" Republic intelligence, so not the worst. Are they going to find out that we're actually not here to help them, not here to hurt them, or are they going to find out enough to make them assume that we're assassins? That's good. They're going to find out enough that they're going to have to make a decision on their own. <sighs> cool. So we should be making ourselves friends. On it. Punk is just watching Garm walk away, and as he goes, he's like, have your way with... What is it about this planet that makes everybody talk like it's a sex thing all the time? It might just be your perception, Plunk. I'm gonna say. Yeah, problem is probably you. But also, this might turn out to be a sex thing. Excuse me. <laughs> Breaks Lazio. out another piece of candy and just mainlines it. Mm. Lazio will go with Plunk to get food. Well, presumably you're all going because he's escorting you. Yeah, so. oh, yeah, I'm well, going. I'm... Yeah, we are following. Or Hawk. Uh, so yeah, I am so walking you... right up and taking his fucking arm. He will let you take his arm. Make me a uh... charm. Make me a charm roll. Okay. He's gonna make. You get a Zeltron bonus for this? Yes, I do. I get a bonus die for it. Hell yeah! Mm. Nice. Two successes, three advantage. Because you're learning, he has a discipline of like seventeen. <laughs> I just want a seventeen. It's only 14. Oh, well. What am I worried about? He's actually not much better at his at his uh, resistance than you. He just has certain talents that give him bonuses. Um, I mean that's fair. He's he's got 
uh, got two ranks in. It's just a but. Um, and she, to be clear, outside that, she's not being flirty. She is just being friendly. She knows the difference yeah. on how to make nice with people like this versus people on Nar Shaddaa, for example. Yeah, and you definitely get the sense that he's being receptive, but you also get the sense that he is a well-trained diplomat. Oh, of course. But, uh, you like as soon as you, you start sort of feeling him out and sort of getting a sense for where he is on your scale of difficulty. Um, and I'll say that with your success, with your advantages, you get the sense that he's got. You you can tell he's got two ranks in discipline, um, but and a, and a four willpower, but. His the big thing that he has is that he gets automatic boosts and advantages on coercion and on, on coercion and charm effects. Um, it's like whenever anybody tries to coerce or charm him, he automatically gets better at defensive <laughs> roles. Because right. He, and and you can tell narratively, you can tell it's because of his training. He's been very very thoroughly trained. You kind of recognize a little bit. There is a um. There is a branch of Zeltron that uh, of, of Zeltrons that work with the Republic specifically for training their diplomats. Um, they are, and you can tell this person was trained by Zeltrons. Yep, that is disappointing, but fine. And no, I, I, this is playing the game. He knows the game. Yeah, he knows it's the game. I know it's the game, oh, so yeah. it's fine. This is actually refreshing and he is fully on board with playing it as well right so you 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 the two of you are having just a lovely conversation about nothing yep uh, as you as you walk you, you're talking about every little thing that to to everybody else would sound like a very complicated conversation about political dynamics and intergalactic in, you know intergalactic uh, relations and the state of the cold war and everything like that but to the two of you you are you are both just bantying back known information back and forth right. in a in an effort to sort of feel out where each other's knowledge base ends and neither one of you is really capable of figuring out exactly where the other's knowledge base ends based on your reactions and back and mm -hmm. forth. But you definitely get a sense of, you definitely get that sense of training and that sense of, he's not going to be easy to manipulate directly. Legit. Um, the rest of you follow. <clears throat> it's um, high class gossiping. Very much so, yes. Yep. It's important gossip. <laughs> in that the gossip is important not that they are gossiping is important <laughs> um but he takes you all on a tour you 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 are all aware of the fact that his entourage is never too far behind um but they don't seem to be approaching they don't seem to be encroaching on you as a group uh he shows you to the cafeteria which is in the starport he shows you to a few of the shops that are in the starport it's very sort of like airport you know, airport uh, um, lounge style setup here. Uh, once you get outside of the the hangar bays, there's a very large lounge where there are people of all different you know uh, means and disciplines sitting around, bantying conversation back and forth, having meals, checking in on the status of things. You can tell that there are a lot of three kinds of people here. 
uh, outside of the soldiers that are standing guard. There are a lot of engineers. <clears throat> there are a lot of scientists. And there are a lot of what look like civilians. Um, there seems to be a very, like, outside of who the people who are distinctly, like, we build things and we study things and we shoot things, there are a lot of, we don't seem to have a purpose, we're just here sightseeing or waiting on something. Um, so there's a lot of civilians around, which seems odd uh, for a planet like this. Uh, you notice that there's a lot of, like, you see there's there's some amount of administrative process already happening. There are, you know, you you pass at least one line full of people that are waiting to talk to somebody behind a counter with paperwork in their hands, and most of them are civilians. Um it takes you on a brief tour outside of the main star main starport where there are much less uh sparsely populated structures. They haven't gotten to the point <clears throat> of finishing out the rest of the base yet. The starport was their first priority. Um <laughs> So there's a lot of temporary shelter, temporary housing. Most of it's military grade, where it's just you know we grabbed some debris, we slapped it into a shape, and put a door on it. Um, there's a lot of that outside, along with these, uh, along with just plain old military ground barracks, armory, shield generator that is currently active. So you can see the you can see the faint out silvery blue outline of a shield over the base um, that presumably was opened for you to come through on the ship. Um, there is, uh, several, there are several, you know, watchtowers that are currently manned with people, not automation. You see, there aren't a lot of droids, uh, military, militarily speaking. There are some construction droids and there are some science probes, but there's not a lot of military droids, which is another thing that catches your eye. Um, because military droids are part and parcel for the Republic. They use a lot of them and it's, it's very odd whenever there's a, a base that is less populated by military droids. Um, and there is a... There are... Now that you're outside uh, on this section of the tour, uh, in addition to the armory, you can see that there is a uh, there is a local hangar that seems to have some of the more planetary uh, vehicles in it. Uh, garage, garage slash hangar. And there are a lot of mercenaries. Not There weren't as many inside the starport, but once you leave the starport on your on your short tour... You see that there is, you are seeing people of all different various colors and varieties that are not, very distinctly not Republic troopers, but wearing heavily, you know, wearing heavily armored gear and have, carrying weapons and things like that. No force users, as far as you can tell. Seems to mostly be ground troopers kind of thing, but a lot of mercenaries, a lot of soldiers, not a lot of droids. Um, and then eventually you're taken back inside, you're led back to the cafeteria. Garm, Governor Garm, uh, you know, sort of detaches himself from Esty at that point. If there's anything you need or any questions you have while we work on contacting our Jedi associates, please don't feel, please, please feel free to send me a missive. Uh, my the extra my extranet address is open and available, so feel free to send us something, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. We'll keep that in mind. Of course. And again, if you have any other questions, or if you have any more immediate concerns, any of our guards are happy to assist our transient population. And he smiles, waves a hand elegantly, turns and begins to walk off. 
assuming none of you stop him, he leaves. Mm-hmm. All right, those of us who are hungry can go ahead and get a meal, and then we can figure out what we're doing while we're here. Well, we need to make friends. Indeed. And I cannot eat anyway, so excuse <clears throat> me. Nereese, don't go too far. It is within the starbase. I will be I within wasn't the talking base. distance. <laughs> I do not intend to leave. I have felt what is out there. Yeah, that's not a good idea. I don't wish to sit here and watch you all eat. Fair enough. Just remember not to remember your limits at times. And I walk off at that point. Gazillion sitting off to one side with a power bar or the protein bar just munching on it. Does this cantina look like it? You have to pay for stuff, or because no. he's no. It oh, okay, cool. Then who's the mouse? Right. Then yeah, Plunk will just go, and anything that's too high to reach will just get force moved down and come back with <laughs> a pile of stuff that he's probably you know just some of it he's actually carrying in his hands, and the rest of it's sort of just doing little orbits. There's definitely sort of a comedy of errors scene there where people are reaching for food and Plunk's just yoinking it out of there and they don't, nope, they don't see the Jawa fine. or expect it. So there's like one trying to figure out why this food is flying away. Entirely um, a pile that is as big as you, I'm imagining. Probably. It's so that nobody can see the spider mandibles when he starts to eat. Right. <laughs> oh no, you just kind of drop the head down and shove it up underneath and then you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Like the thing you like get it's it's a pile so high you sort of get it to the top of it, put your head over it, yeah, and just kind of vacuum my way down. Yep, <laughs> completely out of context. All of that is definitely a sex thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, man, it's something about Terrace. Oh, you, he goes you... through it pretty quickly, but definitely more quickly than one would expect. And if you watch him eat, he's definitely cramming some of it in pockets and just secreting it about his person. You all get food. Nereis, where are you going? Um, in this tour, did we uh, get shown like a medical facility, a clinic, hospital, anything like that, or not? Yeah, yeah, there are medical facilities, and they um, there are several medical facilities. Some that were highlighted, some that weren't. Okay. Um, there were definitely some medical, some sort of research and medical facilities outside in different buildings, and then there was more the general, like you know, um, clinic, medical clinic, you know, uh, on the inside of the starport. Okay, I would like to go back to whichever one looked like busiest or like it, it had like longest lines or something. I want to offer my services. Okay, so you go to the, the, the clinic inside the starport, which is not particularly busy, but it's definitely more busy than the others would be as far as your con- is your conception of busy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you walk up to the medical droid that is staffing that is staffing the the location who turns and looks at you and goes what is your emergency i do not have an emergency i am a physician do you need assistance i am we have no need here. of physicians right. what is your emergency I do not have an emergency. Goodbye. Goodbye. Turn. That's back around. Are there any other people working at this thing, or is it just the droid at the front desk? Make a cool check. Okay. Difficulty two. All right. That's too many. Oh, let me clear my. Let me clear the dice pool. I got one. Oh, Hang sorry. On. It should not have the boost. You shouldn't um, have a lot of that because the dice pool modifies oh. your roll too. So I need to. Gotcha. Are we good? Okay. And nope. You definitely see that there are a couple of medical droids, and there's definitely. This clinic seems to be mostly automated. Um, so you're not seeing any, like, humans in it. And as busy as it is, it is going by fairly quickly. Um, but you do not need, like, again, that is something that you notice, is that this is mostly run by medical droids. Okay. Um, uh, were we given a place to stay? Or not? Oh, uh, yeah, no. Okay. You have a ship, presumably. All right, then Nerese is just wandering around because, um, yeah, he doesn't want to sit and watch other people eat when he can't, and it's bothering him, and uh, yeah. so they need to move around. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm just doing Go that. Go make, make me a discipline check for me. Difficulty two. Okay. Two successes. As you walk past, um, as you're sort of wanting, you feel that occasionally that hunger, that wave of hunger sort of hits you a little bit harder, like something is prodding it, but you manage to put it out of your mind. And, you know, keep, keeping grasp with the fact that you don't have teeth or yep. a mouth or a stomach, you manage to ignore the random spikes of hunger. So... Neri's uh, has felt a spi- an increased spike of hunger. Meanwhile, the rest of you. As my uh, buffet smorgasbord done anything to abate my sense of hunger? No. Interesting. Cool. He does rest- know when to stop. The rest of you are also discovering that it doesn't seem to matter how much you eat, that hunger doesn't go away. Yeah, Corserath just has enough meal to make sure he's satiated and then sits down and we should probably figure out exactly how we're going to be of assistance around here to try and make friends and get this over with quickly. We should probably ask around and see what is needed. We could help fix things or I could just move heavy stuff. You can certainly do both of those things, Plunk. The rest of us, however, have different skill sets. Gets up, brushes his robes off, and just heads out the door. He's looking for engineers. Remember to ask first. 
There's a bit of a wave. Plunk wanders off. Yep. Now there are three. So the third character I'm going to play is... <laughs> Plunk is never seen again. <laughs> After he's gone, is anybody four. else concerned about the, uh, about yeah, that the possibility that that wave was just a goodbye and not an acknowledgement of what was just said? It's a mild concern, but I think okay. it'll be fine. Probably. I just wanted to make sure it was voiced. Meanwhile, the three of us that remain seem to be the ones who... I was going to say are personable, but that's not always true. I'm very personable. Vasya chuckles. I wasn't talking about you, Esty. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Shall we see if we can ask around and see who needs assistance? Yes. Also, sorry about the whole urge to eat you earlier. It's fine. I had no control over it. No one here does. Right. Let's go. You notice that um, Codex and Ronan seem to have ducked off somewhere. I figured. So, everyone, other than... Actually, Neri's included. Uh, everyone give me... Hang on. Let me find my list of skills. Please say charm. <laughs> Or streetwise. I'd prefer like charm, the, personally. I, like I know you. I like the comment in chat. The only way of Asia becomes a people person if she starts eating. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Uh, also, for those while, while while I'm adding this information, for those of you that were here on the break, I did try to do a poll. It, nobody voted in it, so it didn't go anywhere. It was a prediction poll. Uh, the prediction uh, was, will Neary's get in trouble? And since nobody voted wow. on it, I got to pick the answer, and the answer was... Wow. <laughs> I mean, Which is obviously yes. Listen, I'm not saying I'm complaining, but but Neary's is a character that Mara plays, so the answer is yes. There, <laughs> <laughs> I've played at least one character that it's not well that's not true never mind thank you <laughs> i was going to say <laughs> I had a, a fate thing happened so i can't even do alex dang it <sighs> i'm not like, saying that I like it's always you, like you you don't always seek it out but if you don't <laughs> it finds you yeah i like how mara can't think of a single character who has not been a disaster magnet <laughs> I, I mean, like one shot characters, but that that does not count. For like, yeah, yeah. But one shot characters, characters are inherently are disaster magnets, magnets because they're one shot characters. Like, I'm like I said, I'm not complaining. Like that would very much be the pot calling the kettle black. But <laughs> it's um, also hilarious. Yes. <laughs> you can all give me streetwise checks. Difficulty two. Okay. See what you can find just socializing around. Oh boy, the API may have busted over the break. 
The API oh, yep. appears to have busted over the phone. All right. Brad. Refresh. Mm. Well, I mean, wait for John and then refresh. Right. <laughs> First, I have to turn it back on because we can't have nice things. They because of humans. Humans are the reason we can't have nice things. It's true. Humans are the reason we can't have nice things. Humans and very angry cats that like to pee on things. They're the same picture. Made me look over my shoulder to make sure the cat that has been running in here just to lay on my bed for no reason is not still here. <laughs> Which one? Lily. Okay, right. Fox won't be around people. There's a very good reason. A reason is to pee on your things. Lily doesn't pee on people's stuff. Your sheriff's Fox sometimes does. an error that was detected. Please make the appropriate changes to your sheriff's code in the little save script. Oh, it's Restart API sandbox. Enable script. Okay, try now. Refresh. And you said difficulty two on the streetwise? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. The role I'm actually good at. Get set off. Which means I will probably roll a watch. What did you say, William? I said Corsarath, his actual oh, okay. name. I thought you said Potion Cellar. <laughs> no, <it's> like... <laughs> Potion Cellar? <laughs> <laughs> this is only going to go one direction now. <laughs> Rocks fall, yes. you all die. I will take there that. There we go. I require only your strongest vaccines. There you go. Yeah. Hey, two successes for Plunk. Look at him go. End of threat. You can't but, handle you know. my vaccine. My vaccines could kill a dragon. Crying out loud. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. We're the worst. You can't, you can't handle normal vaccines like an adult. What makes you think you can handle mine? <laughs> if you could, I'm going you be in this appointment in Paris. I require only your strongest vaccines. You would become a you would become you would become a rock ghoul on my vaccines. <laughs> actually, makes your very vaccines bad don't vaccine. work, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your vaccines suck. Sounds like you need to go to a new line of work, vaccine seller. <laughs> All right, let me get back in the game. All right. I mean, I would say that would work. It just, no, has surprising side effects. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone want to tell working. me why three of you rolled basically the same thing? Eh. We, all have the same, we all have the same cunning. Or the same, yeah, same cunning. Nereus is have the same cunning. Yeah, Neri's also rolled one less green die. I think I, I think John means <laughs> results-wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I That's think you I mean. need to blame the dice here, not yeah, I, was gonna say, I like to think that somebody <laughs> said, success, how do we know success, that's not threat. a good buy? And Avazia decided, all right, I'll go follow him. <laughs> I would like to What point is Avazia following? Since since Plunk and Avazia both got the exact same result, she ended up just being like, all right, yeah, let's make sure he doesn't wander off by himself. <laughs> 
I'll eat him. I'll see if, yeah, if I was like, if I have to eat somebody, <laughs> start small. Yeah, he, he's and absorb so, their power. There he's you like go. a little Star Wars Lunchable. <laughs> and in fairness, that one nuggets. <laughs> I was closer to Plunk and Avasia than Norris was. It's true. Because that was two successes and no threat. I was one threat away. Yeah. Again, all of you except Corserath rolled the same thing, basically. Yep. <laughs> but again, the majority of the people here had, were rolling with three cunning and two difficulties. So, I mean, that has never rolling on average. Anyways. So, you all take a look around, trying to find something to do that will ingratiate you to the local populace. I need all of you, except for Nereus, because Nereus has already done it, to make me a uh, discipline check, difficulty two. Discipline. Even better. Success. Scalpion. One success. Here we go again. On our own to keep the keep the, the the signifiers the same. Down the only road we've ever known. Um <laughs> So everyone that rolled a threat takes a takes a strain. Um as you all get that as the rest of you now get that second, oh, I take none. Get that second wave of hunger that just sort of By spikes. getting that advantage, can I remove a threat or a strain? Yeah, if you want. Okay. This I is... feel like more threats will be coming, so more strain will be coming. Would so, you like to do anything this... with that triumph? Um, Find work. <laughs> get vetted. Well, this, 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 this <laughs> yes. is very specifically relating to your the hunger. Oh. Um, um, okay, this might be a little bit outside the box. You're a Zeltron, you can do things. But considering... Considering... <laughs> Esme Zeltron empathy, is there some insight that she might get that gives her an idea of how to stave it off better? For us, yes. Um, not necessarily stave it off better, but you get a sense of what it. You get a sense of where it's coming from, okay. which might give you ideas. Um, Specifically, the di- just the diplomat, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's him by himself. Uh, no, so as you're sort of like hit by the secondary wave of hunger. You get a sense of nostalgia that comes with it, which is odd. Because why you why who is nostalgic while they're being hunger like like oh, this overwhelmed with hunger, right? And as you sort of dig deeper into that thought, that feeling, that you know that that ancient feeling that you're getting, get a sense that. While, yes, certainly some amount of this is leftover, like sort of just passive leftover emotion from thousands and thousands of years, from hundreds of years ago, 
there's something contemporary about it, particularly about the nostalgia. Okay. Something is actively today feeding this rampant whirlpool of emotion. Okay. That's what you get with the triumph. Like, like purposely so? No idea if it's purposely, no idea. but it's not but it's... just remnant. Okay. It's not just centuries old nonsense. It is also current day nonsense. Right. <clears throat> but it, but it's current day, but it's the still the same like origin point. Something from 300 years ago is still today feeding into this. Okay. So yeah, she she will pause just briefly, look around and frown and then start walking again. So, with the uh, with the streetwise um alright so we're gonna start Let's start with Esty. So Esty, with your particular set of skills, as you're sort of maneuvering around and uh, and and looking for work to do or, or something that you could do to potentially when they decide when they when they get done betting you, are inclined to favor. What particular branch of thing are you? What would you, what what sort of skill would you like? Um, I feel like I feel like with her, it's going to be because because anything that requires most of her her her. More charm-related skills would require her to open up, which is probably not a good idea right now because, you know, moi. So anything that might require some some hunting, searching, underworldy stuff, uh, anyone you need killed, that kind of thing. Not asked that way, but you know. So anybody been giving you trouble that might need to be taken care of in a possibly aggressive manner? Because that could mean just you know confronting somebody, right? <laughs> so you learn through your investigation that the reason there are a lot of civilians here is because there are a lot of people that have ancestral claim to bits of terrace. You know, like my, you know, my family owned an apartment complex or whatever, whatever, whatever. And due to various levels of economic strain throughout the Republic because of an ongoing civil war that's been going on for years, um, 
lots of people are sort of taking this as a sign or an opportunity to move to Terra, the, the Terra Restoration Project, as a sign to move to Terra and hope for a better future, you know, a better life, claiming some of their ancestral home and, mm-hmm. you know, building a life here on something that's rightfully theirs. It was taken away from them, hundreds, taken away from them and their families. Um, and a lot of them are, that's why, that's why there's a lot of civilians here. What you've discovered is that several of them don't know where their homes would have been geographically. Um, it seems like basically what the Terrace Restoration Project is doing is saying, hey, yeah, you probably had like a 50,000 story skyscraper. So anything that was above ground, we're not really going to be able to guarantee that you're going to be able to get back. But if you can prove that you had a particular section of land, or a particular, you know, like, like if you had a particular, like, real estate value or property, we can locate that, we can, you know, locate that relative location on the planet and secure that for you if you have, provided you have the correct paperwork. Well, what this has resulted in is that there's a lot of people that don't, that have the paperwork, but aren't able to actually locate um, the, the plot. Because things have fallen over and shifted over the past 300 years. Um, so there are several... One of the reasons why there's a whole bunch of mercenaries here is that there are several people that are coming in from... Several civilians are coming in and hiring mercenaries to sort of help them find and clear out sections of land where their ancestral home is. Um they they can't move to them yet, obviously, because the terrorist restoration project is still undergoing, and they don't want to be eaten by rat ghouls. But right, they are sort of like preemptively claiming things and sending droids out to construct basic foundations and things like that. Um, so you definitely so you, so there's a, there's a wide variety of people that you could talk to that would hire you for that kind of mercenary work. Um. Corserath, what are you looking to do with your skills? Um, I mean, similarly, unless there's anything that needs to be attacked with a lightsaber, um, his best skills are in present skills, honestly, to be like charm, cool, and leadership. So, um, Anything that requires a like, honestly, if there are arguments going on that he might need to intervene in, or anyone who needs a like stable communicator, or just the kind of social work that someone can perform as like an as like an intermediary or anything, the fine, basically just seeing it as anyone who needs help. Okay. Go ahead and just give me a uh, give me a leadership role difficulty two. Sure. Reasons success to advantages. Okay. So you definitely get you make some headway in just sort of like offering your services as a mediator. Um, you don't get a lot because a lot of the issues that people need solved require more direct intervention rather than sort of a communicative mediator. Um, but you do have, you do manage to, to get a little bit of a, help a few people with that particular skill set. Um, 
Neeries, what you looking for now? Um, well, the medical thing didn't work. Um, so I think, yeah, um, that's the one thing Nereus is very good at. Um, I think they're I was trying to very quietly open my medicine and I think I killed a brain cell or two. <laughs> I didn't hear it. It's okay. Um, I think uh, Neri's is probably mostly just watching at this point. I, it's been a while. I mean, I was on a ship for a while. This is feeling sort of similar. Um, they're gonna look for um anything that needs like repairing. I have some mechanical skills and I have the tool set. And yeah. Okay. So you're looking for some repairing? Yes. Okay. Can you give me a Mechanics check, difficulty two. Okay. Two successes, okay. a threat. Yeah, you loan your skills uh, you and your knowledge of, of mechanics around and, and do manage to find a few uh, a few projects that could use an extra couple of hands and, and particularly a fairly sturdy droid. You do learn that um, while you're in the process, just through gossip, you do learn that there are... The reason why there's not a whole lot of military droids is because yeah. the environment is very unfriendly for droids outside. Um, there mean? are a lot of, there are a lot of like uneven ground that's very difficult, to, very difficult to travel if you don't have flexible bones and flesh. Um, and also, there are a lot of predators that like to maul moving machines. Um, it seems that in the past three years, not all the technology on Terrace was was um, inert, and so an amount of the more violent wildlife got very used to destroying machines that were dangerous, and so droids tend to be very quickly picked off by apex predators. Um, which is a large reason why outside of the star, outside of the, the, uh, the starport, there aren't a lot of droids acting. Okay. You know that. Um, plunk. I mean, you'd lift you heavy things, but okay. <laughs> Anything more specific than that? Um, he's also specifically going to be looking to see if he's if there's if there's a a location where because if he can't help, he wants to at least learn. So he's going to be looking for mechanics, engineers, people like that. Um, because increasing his his knowledge base and training, and just because of you know who he is and how he was raised, he's always interested in junk and putting things apart, pulling things apart and putting them back together. So, okay, give me a coordination check. 
Okay. Alrighty. Oh, let me check. Yes, I can use enhance on all my coordination checks. <clears throat> Three successes. Okay. Uh, do you want to flip a destiny point? We only have one. Take five strain. Get five more successes. Nah, I think three successes is good enough for him right now. If we had more light side points, I absolutely would, but... Got one. <laughs> I want to save that one in case we need it later. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're able to help out. You know, uh... The people here are, you know, kind of interested in a force using, in a force using Jawa. It's definitely mm -hmm. a, a oddity here. A, this, um, you do learn that there are, while you're, while you're, you know, chatting with people and talking, you you learn that sort of like the Jedi that are around never really help out with engineering projects. They all seem to be really busy trying to work on some sort of secret project. Um, you, you learn that there's a lot of speculation about what the nature of the secret project is, but not a lot of not like firsthand knowledge of what it is. The Jedi seem to be very keeping things very much to themselves. Um, and uh, you learn that there are rumors and reports that it has to do that whatever project they're doing has to do with some sort of force sensitive life forms on the planet. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. Finally, Lavasia. What's you doing with um, yours? What? What's you doing with yours? Uh, also looking for if anyone needs muscle or someone killed or tortured. <laughs> she is. Um, mercenary work. So yeah, similar to, similar than in that work. case to what Essie found. You found you you learned about the you learn about the civilians, um, you know that are that are uh, the primary source of mercenary work in the area. A bunch of civilians that are looking to reclaim their homeland, reclaim their houses and property, uh, hiring mercenaries in order to help them clear it out. Seems like it's a thing where you can do to make money, and you can also earn some amount of reputation doing it, but. Presumably something you're going to go off and do on your own. So. Mm -hmm. so after several hours of, you know, investigating, some of you actually working, moving around, listening to people, talking to people, finding gossip, you all reconvene where... Mm. Presumably back at the cantina as the yeah, easiest central gathering that. location. I would say at the ship if possible. Yeah, I was gonna say ship. One or the other. Plunk's just gonna sort of wander back towards wherever it was that he last saw anybody ish <clears throat> and just see what's around and assume they'll stumble across him when they need him. Legit. Yeah. So once we get together wherever SA will be like, let's go back to the ship and talk. I say so. Yeah. So at least three of them wander back to the cafe, and then the other two go, "Hey, let's go to the ship." <laughs> yep. So then we go to the ship. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 
So we all meet back and reconvene at the ship. Not that we're trying to keep any big uh, secrets or anything. At least not any that were necessarily under threat of having exposed, but here we don't have to worry about anybody else listening in. We have to worry less about it. Anyway. I have a question. Shoot. What are Twilight Nights? Why do you ask? Because I've heard you people talk about them before and it sounds like all of you know what they are. That's what we used to be. Um, Technically technically speaking, the three of us here, along with Cassillian, are the only known remaining members of the Twilight Knights, which was an order of Force users devoted to maintaining balance within the Force. Uh, Didn't somebody say... I mean, I don't know if I was privy to that conversation, because I don't know who the conversation was between. Oh, right. Um, And also the the one Archon, whose name I cannot remember, who we are pretty certain is still alive. Hadafeni. And and along with Archon Hatafeni, who is very likely still around, but we have not been able to confirm their location. Apparently Archon Zilda. Potentially Archon Zilda. Although Archon Zilda would very much rush headlong into a deadly situation and potentially oh. get killed. And you're uh, very few people, in other yeah. words. Castilian was pretty certain that uh, Roland Pantier is still on still on Alderaan. Mm-hmm. Still few people. Still very few people. There are us and potentially a handful of others left alive. Led by my our mentor uh, and then we were attacked by uh Foxati. First was where we were captured and met and then met Esty. More or less, yeah. And then, okay. Okay. Is there any reason that came up at this particular moment as opposed to the rest of the moments? Yes. And I take I'm just going to wait like... until you, until you provide take, clarification. I, do you feel like clarifying that reason? I just now remembered I forgot to ask you when I first heard about it. There. All right. Fair enough, I guess. (laughs) Sorry, I needed to catch Plunk up on a couple things. (laughs) If things to get caught up on, I found out a little bit of the local gossip. There, the wildlife out there uh isn't just hungry for you know all you fleshy people but also likes to uh destroy machinery so i do not want to go out there i feel like eventually we're going to have to at some point we are um if we find a ship i can fly us there yeah Mm -hmm. There's the potential for some mercenary work. 
out there. Um, uh, yeah, that's, I heard that too. Also, I have a really good notion that this whole thing that we're feeling isn't just echoes of the past. Is like the ongoing Rackle population might be contributing to it? I think there's no, I think there's something from whatever happened then that's still going on now. Mm. And that I don't know, to... call me incredibly crazy because it's a really dumb idea. But it might ingratiate us pretty oh, fucking Oh, God! Well. You want to go out and find the ancient centuries-old source of chaos and hunger and then destroy it. Yes. That the Jedi here probably are aware of and have attempted to... Well, we've already and... established that the Jedi might not be aware of it because of their regimented and repressed nature of training. Also, no... All due respect to the Jedi, as I'm about to say something very disrespectful. But a lot of times they will see this stuff that's actively, openly harmful to people that doesn't affect them. And they'll be like, man, 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 natural order. I'm just going to leave it alone and let it hurt anybody else because I'm not affected. Uh... Tell me I'm wrong. I get where they're coming from, though, is the problem. It so is do I. only affecting us. It is not apparently affecting the station that much. Unless Everyone... it's creating rat ghouls, unless it's allowing the, the <sighs> causing the animals to attack machines, apparently. Yes, I, I, I would probably wager very highly that whatever this energy is, is causing a lot of the aggressive wildlife to be aggressive. Yeah. And is likely continuing the the prevalence of the Rakul plague, if it has anything to do with it at all, which it sounds like it might. We might want to take care of it. At least, I... at least look into it and see, yes, if it's like something that we clearly can't handle, then okay, fine. But we should try to figure out what's going on. We just... We just got out of a situation where we just went in to take a look and see what was there, and then things went haywire and very bad, and Avasia is still heavily injured. I do not want to go Fine. out there and have to patch you all up when something tears you limb from limb and tries to eat you. Yes, I definitely agree we don't just wander out there. Maybe we should get some stuff together. Speaking and of getting, and you know, figure out what the hazards are. Speaking right. of getting things together, has anyone here asked if, because we're very likely and going to end up going out there, if any of these scientists have devised a serum to prevent Rakul infection? No. We should probably ask about that. That's a worthy. That that's wise. a worthy point. I should point out that the thing that got us all fucked up wasn't just going in to look around. It was trying to find a way through the blockade. It was a matter of survival. Avasia's injuries have been building up for quite a while. Oh my gosh. There was a Look, blockade? 
That's between y'all. I'm not getting into that. I'm just saying. I get hurt. I'm fine. No, you're not. I'm still standing. That doesn't mean you're That's fine. That's what led to your back being broken, was continuing to say you were fine when you were not. No, no, that's not what led to my back being broken. That's also fair. What led to your back being broken was standing up to the rat, to the emperor's yes. rat. Yeah, yeah. you had five critical wounds. <laughs> no, but still, something bad would have happened. Like, yes, but way. not the instant death result. We don't know that it was instant death. We just know I mean, that the back got broken. To to be fair, it, like he added an extra fifty on top of that roll. So. This is true. It was I'm already getting saying. an extra fifty on top of that. I know. That just made it. That just made it the hundred. <laughs> do we? Are there any vehicles we'll be able to use? Do you think? There's a hangar we saw. I don't I think. Ask for permission, but. I feel like land speeders would be more prevalent here. I don't know that there's going to be an easy landing zone for a starship outside of this place. The uh, the, the horn kind of cracks his knuckle. And it was planetary vehicles, not starship fighters and things like that. But you did Mm -hmm. notice that there wasn't there didn't seem to be a lot of use of them at the moment. So the question, well, we should probably be good guests and ask before we take one out. What's the general climate here? Uh, Humid jungle, but replace all the trees with concretes overgrown with trees. Okay. Mm -hmm. Concrete jungle where dreams are stolen. It's concrete jungle where trees are growing. We at least take one more day here so that Avasia, there are several medical facilities. I can point them all out to you. There's one on the ship. It's a back to tank. Right there. I mean, also, I feel like Nuri's should probably take the crack at those last three now that Avazi is within range of being able to heal all of them at once. Yes. Fine, I will get healed all the way. Excellent. Why would you even want to go into combat without being fully healed? First of all, You've known me for years. I have. I still don't understand why you would not be fully healed to make your to make your odds better. Because healing takes too long. As as an outsider, I'm gonna guess that it's a word that starts with P and ends with ride. Uh, at, th- at that point, Rosie Roman, just at, gives at, you at, a blank stare. Blank looks point, over and goes, "Patricide." At that point, at that point, Ronan chimes in from the door as he and Jin walk back in. Wow, way to walk into a conversation about somebody's uh, water sports kink. Anyways, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> this oh pl- fucking God. planet, and Plunk just walks into an air vent. <laughs> <laughs> Ha! It's an imposter! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. 
I now I now expect your Among Us username to be changed to Plunk Keycheck Jack. You're welcome. You killed me, John. Look, you don't look. You don't talk about a pee ride without somebody commenting on it. We know. We know. Uh, no, no. We do, unless you're in earshot. <laughs> Uh, that said, I have a condition. <laughs> that said, well done. I'm not saying that I don't that I don't understand. I do the same. Just saying. And it's going to get both of you killed. I'm adapting. F Yes, I am adapting the nature of death itself. That's not a good idea. All right. Many Sith have tried and failed. Also, we're talking about a lot of fighting here, and some of us are not really trained in that. Mm. We need to get you, like, armor or something. Or a lightsaber or something. He's got a lightsaber. Has he actually shown that off yet? Nope. I no. <laughs> I showed him how to ma- where to make one. The stuff was gone when I like peeked back in there, so I'm assuming. <laughs> okay, but let let's make sure you didn't toss it out the airlock, did you? There was a there was a weak way bounty hunter I knew once who was very heavily armored for someone of his stature. We could probably find something like that for Blunk. I mean, weak ways are taller than Jawas. Not by a long shot. Not by a lot, actually. What are we arming Plunk with? Armoring. Oh, okay. You're. I'm oh, sorry. Talking. Not weak way. Um. Ugnot. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. (laughs) Ugnot. No, weakways are a lot taller than I sorry, they get they get mixed up in my brain because they're like usually like in like the Dark Forces games, especially like Jedi Academy, they're often seen together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There might be a new Dark Forces game coming out in the list of Star Wars games that are currently in development. Yeah, they they just announced like there are many games on the way. Yeah, one of them is a first-person shooter, like uh, um, it's like a narrative puzzle, like a narrative mystery first-person shooter. Which is like Dark Forces. <laughs> yes, and 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 Ugnot Bounty Hunter Bounty was the sentence that he would have said. Cool. Yeah, that's good. There are mercenaries here. It's probably people selling armor. Should we arm Plunk with a weapon of any sort? I have a weapon. Okay. Besides your force. I have two weapons. <laughs> Go. Do you want? Do you want to show it oh. off? Well, and the stick, the, and the stick, sure, sure, and the 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 uh, 
the little floor vent pops open and just the top half of the stick with two gloves at one end pops out, waves around, and then goes back in. Hey, there stick. we go. He has a stick. Do you have that a scrap metal walking of... stick? I mean, I've seen more, I've seen less effective weapons that How have been are you... used too good. Comes back out, and then suddenly there's a lightsaber blade that erupts out of one end of it. <laughs> okay. Huh. And there we go. And right, there, there's a bit of a jitter to the blade as well. What, what color is it? Uh, just green. Okay. Unstable green. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns <laughs> off and then goes back down. Rosie will point, uh, pat Plunk on the head. You are well prepared. Down, reach down into the vent, pat him on the head. <laughs> pat, pat, pat. <laughs> We yep. will get you armor, though. Okay. You're still squishy. I know. So, the pieces of the plan that I've heard so far that haven't been actually collated into a plan <laughs> are... Welcome to Final Show Films, everybody. Find the source of whatever the hunger is, or at least whatever is spurring it on. Correct. Ask about a speeder. Maybe do some mercenary work? Uh, well, are they going to let us leave the starport without having about, been fully vetted yet? Ask about being able to leave the starport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's Heal switch those awesome. around. We take the one we just said and we put that in the first position. We take the speeder, we put that in second position. And then then mercenary work can lead us around towards finding the source of hunger. We sort of mix up the mercenary and source thing into sort of a quiche. (laughs) Aren't we also going to ask about like some form of antidote? Yes, also Rackle Serum. Yeah. Ask about, about anti rat gold juice. Yes. We, we use that as seasoning for <laughs> On part the one. No, for part one. <laughs> Gives it a kick. And here's a dish we've already prepared. <laughs> All right. Plunk puts point. two pieces of bread, one on either side of his head, and goes, I'm an idiot sandwich. Hmm? Listen, idiot. I'm not saying that I keep talking about. <laughs> food because of this fucking planet. <laughs> but anything else in the plan or is that the full thing? That is having... the steps, that is the individual phases of the plan aside from whatever Mara might have to add. And having a step in there of like, hey, let's sleep in a back to tank tonight. Oh yes, medical attention specifically. Oh. That the... I was hoping you'd forget about that. No. That is they will say that is the aperitif <laughs> To step one. You're really going all in on this metaphor, aren't you? Listen, uh, why Jen would just, you Jen not? Just, Jen just chimes in, aperitif. You shut up. <laughs> Which language is that from, anyway? Uh, it's uh, it's uh, French, I think. I was going to say, I would assume French, but no, I'm no, not What sure. is French? In... Oh, okay. Oh, are you talking about in this? 
It's, I would it's assume. I feel like Corelli and his French isn't. It? No, Corelli I don't know. I Italian. feel like it's oh, yeah. I feel like Zeltron is is French. Therefore, I pronounced it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 can be a native speaker of your language and pronounce words incorrectly. I listen English. To, <laughs> I do it me. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. However, are you going to go up to somebody who is a native speaker? If you're not, and tell them they pronounced it wrong. Yes, frequently. <laughs> I mean, that's because you're John. Uh, no, I'm talking about people doing that to English speakers. <laughs> English doesn't count. <laughs> language. Anyway, we have a plan. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so good at this. All right, so who wants to engage step one of the plan? Ask if you can leave. I guess Corserath will. Oh, Plunk has a hand up. <laughs> oh, no. Plunk, you head off before All I right. can stop you. No. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Pilot like, the wall. Where did, where did the joke go? Clank, oh, clank, clank, clank. Oh, yeah, no, he's like already... 200 yards out and whatever the opposite of closing is. Um. <laughs> so, who's going to go talk to the governor? I said, of course, Wrath, probably. I'll go, or, I'll, unless Esty wants to. I'll go. It should be more than one person. Mm, okay. I like the idea that you two catch up to Plunk while he's trying to communicate. No, I don't have an appointment. I just really need to talk to somebody. <laughs> I'm supposed to get healed. Yes. yes. So please stay here and, and let Marie's <laughs> handle your medical attention. Fine. So, SD Corserat, are you just gonna go walk up to a guard and talk to him first? or you gonna... I believe we have an extranet profile to find the governor to ask questions. He'd say that his extranet, his extranet DMs were open. So, allow me to slide in. Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> well done. As he slides into those DMs, how do you slide in? Um, I will just a d uh. W-I-D. You up? <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, I, I, I'm a myself because it would not just be a hey. Um, hello. Would you have an appropriate time in the immediate future to talk about some things? So we have some some questions. After a few. Of course, I can always make time for some of my new favorite arrivals. Um, let's say in an hour in the cafeteria. Delightful. Charmed. We got an hour. All right. I suppose... Plunk off to one side, arguing with a guard. <laughs> right. Let's just let it happen. I want to see... Want to keep the cover? I don't know what you're saying. 
I want. Nope. I, I, just I, say, I don't know speak. how many people on this planet speak Jawa. That's, that's why I want to see scrap. how this plays out. I don't speak Scrap Monkey. <laughs> now oh! I really want to see oh. how this plays out. <laughs> I just like to imagine that no one knows what, what kind Jawa of armor is. is this guy wearing. <laughs> Ceramic armor. Oh no. I just like to think I, that like, he has no idea what a Jawa is. He just sees a small bipedal thing that has scrap hanging off of him. So scrap monkey. <laughs> Plunk very ineffectually tries to punch him in the knees. <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> it's the equivalent, probably, with my brawn of one of like, you know, a nine year old trying to, you know, beat up he a like, security guard. He like looks over at the other guard with a terrified look on his face. So I don't want to kill him, but I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm so excited to see how this finishes up. <laughs> the guards are like sort of like they're like sort of trying to panic back and forth between each other about how to call, how to peacefully resolve this situation <laughs> with this little Jawa ineffectually punching their knees. <laughs> Corsarath sighs and walks over. Foil sport. Plunk, that's enough. Oh, and then like a <laughs> he, he, uh, he, he looks down at Plunk and says that and then looks up at the guard. My companion is offended that you have referred to him as a scrap monkey. I mean, I don't know what he is. He is a Jawa, a native to the planet Tatooine. But I don't speak Jawa. Yanks on Corsarath's... Corsarath wears like kind of like a tunic with armor, basically, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 right. Yanks on that. Tell him I'm a duke. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> he, he'll communicate back in Jawa for a little bit. What's your full title so I can present it properly? First Imperator Duke of the Jundland Wastes. <laughs> His name is Plunk Keekak, First Imperator Duke of the Dunlin Wastes. <laughs> I think I wrote charm. And just dusts his robes off and tries oh. to stand up as straight as he possibly can. Plunk roll charm with excellent uh, uh, with the two disadvantage dice, two setback dice, two setback dice. Okay, difficulty two. Stand up. You definitely look more like a scrap monkey and less like a duke. That's <laughs> uh, three failures, but an advantage. <laughs> can I, can I recover charm? straight? And and Corsarath. Roll me charm Cultural with two sentry. setback because he just spent the last 30 seconds punching him in the knees. <laughs> Which, to three be successes fair, and an advantage is exactly what a duke would do. <laughs> fair, yes, but it's less about whether or not he believes you and more about whether or not he has the appropriate reaction. I mean, cultural centric. Bastards, but I have point. three successes and an advantage. I have the exact opposite of Plunks. <laughs> I like troopers. They're not diplomats. No, no. Actually, can Absolutely. I roll? Can I, can I just really quickly roll three force dice in there to use my influence? Sure. <laughs> I just want to see if it makes it better. There's absolutely it doesn't. I'm not a dark sider, so no. There's absolutely a reason for their speciesism. I'm just <laughs> saying that doesn't mean it's not speciesism. Uh, 
<laughs> they don't want troopers. They don't have. Oh, they have discipline. We'll use discipline. Are you a minion? You gotta tell me if you're a minion. <laughs> you gotta tell me. Also, I like I like the I, the image in my head of Corserath at full size, just talking, speaking Jawa with Plunk. So it just sounds like a very deep version of a normal Jawa voice. Fuck yeah. So you 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 and, and they sort of like straighten up a little bit, but the one that was the one that was talking originally continues to talk. Well then, with all respect to his dukeness, I don't speak Jawa. If he has a question, he should use his translator. I look down at him. I suppose I'm your translator, he says in Jawa. <laughs> Tell him I'm over it and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> He has taken offense and will take his business elsewhere. Very well. <laughs> his business with the guards? Yeah. <laughs> Find a different guard to question. <laughs> I just like that they They're not the, the... working off commission. <laughs> I just like that the, the boost that the guard has had no effect. He just rolled three yep. successes and a triumph. So he's like, just boom. I'm not intimidated at all. <laughs> Dude, this is customer had, service. I do this every day. <laughs> I've had cannibalistic monsters from ages past trying to eat me for the past three months. You don't scare me. This <laughs> is <sighs> like this is like you getting very upset. Uh, like like a, a Karen getting very upset at someone who just got done murdering a zombie horde. Like <laughs> Sure, Susan. All right. <laughs> I like the fact that Courthouse is basically acting a glorified protocol droid there. <laughs> when we get back to Tatooine, you'll be appointed by Major Domo. <laughs> Comes to the hut. <laughs> my barony. Behold. <laughs> it's mostly uh. sand. Ah, yes. Or <laughs> a walk back with Plunk. Personally, you will have to change your first name to Bib. <laughs> Sand Bib Fortuna. Uh, uh, this is my new Star Wars OC, Bumblebee Tuna. Uh, Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> Listen, let's not pretend that George Lucas would not do that. Right. <laughs> And think it's clever for a fish person. Uh, no, it's not a fish person. That's the trick, though. It's not a fish person. It's a Jawa. It's a Jawa named, Bubble named Bumblebee Tuna. Um, That's a, that would not be thematically appropriate, says George. Uh, yes, right. Elan Sleaze Bagano. <laughs> Elan Sleaze Bagano. I'm, I'm going to make a character that is the hit, like, like, that is the ans the ancestor, the originator of the Sleaze Bagano line. <laughs> you do that. Work on I mean, <laughs> something like that would be entirely appropriate for a Jawa because 
They're the foreign others of Tatooine, and thus must be referred to as villains in Lucas's world. <laughs> he's a Balasar, so there's your species. Anyway. Also, I love the poor writer who tried to make that name work by changing it to Celsabagno or to Celsabagno. Yeah, no. Lots of people try to fix what <laughs> sort of bullshit has originated in this universe from time to time. I will uh, I, 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 I will point out the planet that exists in canon called Nubia. God. Yep. What do you mean it's a country? <laughs> Anyways. An hour passes. The governor arrives. Uh, is it just Esty and Korsrath, or did you retrieve anybody else for the meeting with the governor? I mean, uh, coming, and coming. Plunk. I was about to say, unless, unless Plunk decided to come along. That would have required Plunk to have left. Uh, yeah, that's what I say. So, the three of you sit down at a table with the governor, who has a bottle of wine delivered, pours it. So, what burning questions can I answer for you? Well, first on the list is, are we, at the very least, allowed to leave the confines of the camp in order to pursue mercenary work of any kind? Certainly. If you, are so, if you so desire, though I do caution, of course, the, the surface of Terrace is not the safest place at the and we have no uh, security responsibility beyond our camp, so we're not able to guarantee your safety. Which brings us to a second question. Is, have your scientists developed a serum for preventing rat ghoul infection? In so far as one that works, no. I do understand that we have a we do have a forward outpost not too far away, um, about a four or five hours ride by speeder um, that is currently working with the remnants of an old hospital uh, and the computers that are still work are still working within it. It seems that uh, on ancient terrorists, the rat ghouls were already a known threat and there had been advances towards a vaccine, but when Terrace was destroyed, those advances were tragically lost. They're working to recreate the work that was done, but it takes time. But if you'd like to lend a hand, I'm sure they could always use uh, those of good character. I am slightly disappointed that his response was not uh, that work. No, but we have several that don't. <laughs> Would you like to take one of those? They come in different flavors. <laughs> Which then leads to the third question of transport. Will we be able to procure a speeder for moving quickly or outside the facility? We have speeders that are available for maneuvering between bases. As far as free roaming, uh, there are certainly those that have speeders that they might lend to you, but if you don't have your own, we're not going to be able to provide you one aside from predestination. Aside from taxi services. Precisely. Good to know. Am I missing anything, Esty? Um, just a curiosity question um 
I don't know if this is something that you would be particularly aware of, but do you know where <clears throat> we we we've been told we've noticed uh, and etc. There are several examples of abnormal activity here: raccoons, the uh, animals apparently being particularly aggressive towards droids. Mm -hmm. Uh, and machinery and the like, um, other such things. Is there any theories or information or the like regarding the source of all of this? Well, I mean, other than the fact that Terrace is a desolate wasteland that was destroyed by Sith fire, um, there are no nothing particularly uh, designated as a source, it all seems to be fairly natural occurring phenomenon. Um, though if you're looking for places where the activity is more dense, there's... Uh, we definitely see that there are... In the municipal, dis new, uh, municipal utility settlements, um... There are a number of, uh, there are a number of, um, open, uh, open access to underground areas. There was an extensive sewer system in Undercity in Terrace before it was destroyed. Um, Unfortunately, Undercities, the Undercity was used as Undercities often are in such city states, in such city, uh, planet city, planet wide cities where the poor and the downtrodden were, were sent down there. Fortunately, they were the ones that survived, but unfortunately, many of them were mutated in the process. Um, we surmise that there is certainly some number of hives <clears throat> within the Undercity that we haven't been able to dig out, as it were, uh, which would likely be Ratgul spawning grounds. Um, aside from those, uh, just beyond the, just beyond our forward reclamation base, there is the crashed, uh, the crashed remains of a Republic carrier from the war 300 years ago. I believe it's the Brentel Star, I think. I, would, I had to look at the records to confirm, but there... There have been some uh, activities uh, amongst pirate factions that have moved into that have moved in to claim certain aspects of terrace that we've had some hostile action against. They have been bringing mechanical uh, soldiers that, while not effective in the wilderness at large, are effective at defending their camp. Maybe what's causing hostility towards droids. As to anything else, nothing in specific that jumps out to mind. Fair enough. This crashed this this crashed starship, the Brentel Star. Is there any more information on it as to why it might be a hub of activity? <clears throat> well, it was the uh, it was the only Republic it was the only Republic uh, it was the first Republic ship to be shot down prior to Terrace landing or prior to uh, Terrace being destroyed. Um, some it was a Republic cruiser of some kind, but she has. I believe our military advisors say it was likely a transport, a military transport. Um, How that, big? Well, large as a transport can be. That's 
fairly large. Um, out of game, whether this guy, I don't know whether this guy is just like giving certain information or if it's just actual confusion. That would have been the Endar Spire if you're talking about the one from Kotor. Yes. It would, yeah, okay. the, it would be the Indel, it would be the Indar Spire. The Brintel Star was another one that was shot down. Yeah, the Brintel Star was shot down in the Cold War. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. around this era. Right, right, right. That's the more recent one, which is why he would have it confused, actually, because that would yeah. be a report he would have seen recently. Um so it would be the realistically, yes, it's the Indar Spire that he's talking about, but he is say he is saying the Brintel Star. He is Star. saying Brintel Star. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um Yes, um, yes, it was the first one to be shot down as to importance. I'm certain there's some I'm certain there's some sort of record or activity that's relevant to that might be relevant to military interests aboard, but uh we haven't been able to get too many people nearby due to ongoing pirate activity, though I do understand that there are a uh, there is a uh, Republic Special Forces unit that is set to attempt to infiltrate the the uh vessel and recover any data they can find. Hmm. <clears throat> that covers most of my needs for information. SD, do you have anything else? I think that's it. Appreciate it. Of course. I'm always you're, happy to answer very questions. very forthcoming and that is that is quite appreciated. But of course. Always happy to answer questions and help out those people who would be helping my constituents. And you can definitely tell that he's, like, as far as he's concerned, this is upside. Either you're bad for him and you die, or you're good for him and you do good things for his people. Right. Really, it's not, there's not really much that goes wrong for him here. I mean, don't underestimate how wrong things can really go. I mean, yeah. That's why not much, not not nothing. <laughs> if if we're monsters and we decide to, we're successful and we find something that we can corrupt and make even more evil. At that point, he just sticks the Jedi on you. Ah, but it's too late then. He doesn't know that. He's not a Jedi. Anyway. <clears throat> He's just a diplomat. I was about to say, as a diplomat, sick the Jedi on them is usually the final response. Exactly. <laughs> sick the Jedi on him. That makes the problem go away. Or the Jedi go away. I mean... Which is also another that, making a problem go away. That's a different problem that gets to go away. <laughs> <laughs> that is not unfair. Again... Very few goes, very little goes wrong for him in this position. <laughs> <clears throat> very well. I think that answers all of our questions then. Yep. But yes, feel free to avail yourself of the, uh, the people that are seeking assistance from mercenaries. And certainly you can make a bit of, uh, a few bit of Republic credits at the, t at the same time. Yes, I'm afraid I'm currently only stocked up on hot coin. Uh, yes, Hutcoin has been taken has been taking a bit of a hit in Republic markets ever since they managed to uh, crack the uh, sphere chain technology it uses. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> the huts would be the ones to use Bitcoin. It's hot. It's cartel coin. Thank you very much. Yeah, cartel coin. Right. Uh, this cartel coin is worth ten thousand Republic credits. Uh, hammerhead class is a silhouette five. Plunk can't lift that out of the ground. <laughs> Yet. You are not. Yet. What you're telling me is you're not Star Killer. Nope. <clears throat> not yet. Need one more die for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't suck hard enough for be Star Killer. <laughs> hey. I will take that as a compliment. It was meant hey. as one. Some of the best people I know suck very hard. Thank you very much. I'm not talking about in the good way. We're we're, <laughs> we're, we're definitely still on Terrace. <laughs> <laughs> Something in the air. Who knows? But with that dealt with, All right. that answers most of our questions. I think so. Shall we go and check on Avazia? In the meantime, Neres, you pin Avazia to a table. Like and a butterfly? You don't have to pin me. I ask her. more... <laughs> more sexual than a butterfly, but anyways. <laughs> uh, you operate. They're a droid. That doesn't mean there are sex bots. Canonically in, in Star Wars. He's <laughs> not interested in that either. <laughs> Everyone is very, both very hungry and very horny on this planet. They are hungry, yes. Paris, uh, planet of the horn gray. <laughs> planet of the horned gray. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and make your uh, make your medicine checks for what whatever critical injuries are still there. There's a what difficulty two and two difficulty ones. Yeah, okay. what he said. Let's start with the two. Um, start with the two and move to the ones. I'm still clamping down for stuff because Nereus is nervous and yep. Nereus is nervous and when Nereus is nervous they bring out the clamps. Ah, okay, pairs of clamps. <laughs> so now we go to the clamps. ones. Um, actually I can re-roll that. I'm going to do that. Go ahead. And there it goes again. Yep. You are destined to not restore that critical injury. Yep. Here's the ones. Apologies. No, thank you for trying. Oh, God. Okay. I got one of them. You rolled the exact same, almost the exact same thing. Yeah. On both of those roll, those first two rolls. Was that for one of the ones? Yes. Uh, okay. For one of them. Thank and you. Two... Oh, I'll God. say, I'll say, you can spend those triumphs to roll yeah. again on two on the other two critical wounds. On the other two? Okay, I'll do that. So here's the other one. I'm gonna go backwards this time. Okay. That one's gone. Awesome. And I just have one left. Here we go. The Come on. Too, yeah. There hey. you go. 
So because of the amount of rolls it took, even with the triumphs, you're still off. You're, it's going to take the rest of the day to finish this operation. Okay. So by the time that Corserath and Esty and Plunk get back, you're still working in the, med- in, in the medical bay. Okay. It's like doors closed. You can talk to the communicators, but like this is a sanitary operating theater. No one's getting in or out. I'm gonna make awkward. No matter how much you, you scream, <laughs> to make awkward small talk. <laughs> Let, let's hear the awkward small talk. Come on. Uh. How's your day? That's good. What? What'd you say? Not infected, so that that is good. Good. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mara, I can think of a character that doesn't invite chaos of yours. What? Okay. Frank. Oh, Frank's adorable. Yes, that's true. Frank is not a Frank is not a disaster. No, family. Frank's very lawful. Yet. Hang. Give anyway. it time. The inner Mara has just not come out of the character. Fra- yet. Frank. Frank is a Frank is a oozling paladin. Oh, Frank is so like me. Don't worry. Frank is a Frank, slime. Frank will get there. Frank is a slime in a suit of armor, and Frank has twenty hit points, and it's the most in the party. Right, for level two. At, uh, anyway. I was going to say, well, that yes, at level two, that would make sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. Frank's a sturdy boy for a level. Now, two. if that's level ten, you have issues. <laughs> that's or you're ten. Jeremy, one of or, the two, or L. Uh, L. L would be the one that had twenty hit points at level ten. L, had, L still had 12 hit points at level 5 in Final Fantasy XIV. Interestingly enough, right now, it's Zagrod. Oh, He's playing no. the character with the negative 2 constitution modifier. Are you doing the minimum 1 rule, or are you letting them lose hit points? I am doing the minimum 1. I, am not, I will not make people go, yay, you leveled up, you lose hit points. Same. That's my. I use the same rule, and it disappoints L every time. <laughs> yeah. No. Because. 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 Also, Zagrog is playing a wizard, so that would that would mean there's a third. There would be a thirty three percent chance of losing hit points. Yeah. Of losing hit points. Weather seems nice. Yeah. The D&D yeah. conversation was happening outside the door yeah. between Essie and Corsera. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk, Neris? Because I have no problem sitting here in silence. Yes. Yes. Dunes and Dragons was a Tatooine made role playing game system. The crate dragons are supposed to be the most dangerous things in the system. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly enough, I'm none of the GMs really generally let you fight a crate dragon, however. See, I never I I never understood people who play that game. <laughs> like there isn't enough bad shit in the world, you need to make more. Ugh. Also, nerds. Sorry, I just wasn't we don't talk a whole lot, so I thought yeah. maybe like yeah, you what do you want to talk about? You wanna talk about Jash? You want to talk about what happened back there? So we got a lot we could talk about. No? 
All right, well, you wanted to talk. I'm just throwing out topics here. How about my question? You know, have you figured out like your answer to that? What question? Like out of game, what question was that? Uh, the what Miri said it had like at the beginning really, really wanted to get the um, Twilight Order back together and uh, Avazia and Corserath were like, eh, I'm not really sure. And Avazia was specifically like, mm, no, I need time to think about that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> bringing that back up because Plunk brought it up and now it's on Nerisa's mind. Well, I haven't really had time to think about it. There's been a lot happening. Like Jack. If does. you haven't noticed. Yeah. Like Jash. Yeah. We lost another member of the Twilight Knights. I know. I poke a part of a wound that is probably slightly too hard. <clears throat> Take one point of strain. I believe the original creator of the game was a chiss by the name of Gar Igigaxalan. Gosh, William. <laughs> I'm going to hit you later. <laughs> like I said, fucking nerd. I've never heard that name before, and I grew up on Tatooine, but he sounds like an asshole. <laughs> I bet he is. <laughs> I made an error. Yeah? Yes. Like, just now, or? (laughs) Do you want to tell me what exactly happened back there? Oh, your tibia is not supposed to go here, for one. (laughs) Hang on. This is, this will numb. I spray something. Uh... It, we were going along a corridor and there was a room, um, I could sense Nivashuza's presence behind it. I wanted to investigate. I thought he was alive and... Josh thought it was a trap, but Josh was right. He still wanted to go look if I want if that is what I wanted. So I see. You're patched up now. Thank you. Navazi will put a hand on Miri's shoulder. It's not your fault. She will walk out. Into the middle of a conversation about dunes and dragons. See, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> and then punch her spouse. In my... <laughs> My head cannon. This may not be the case, but my head cannon is: they were one hundred percent 
listening to viewing this conversation on the, the what was going on in there in some kind of with some kind of communication system and having the conversation in the process. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm discussing esoteric forms of entertainment. You've been I'm, a allowed, I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to have hobbies. <laughs> and on that note <laughs> we're going to end for the week say goodbye everybody bye bye, bye. bye.